0: hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the bird brothers podcast as always i am one of your hosts falcon joined by the guy in the hentai shirt condor how are we doing today condor
1: uh not so good actually Not so good, oh, no. <laughs> not so good actually no i'm uh, i have a little i have a little bit of a throat pain so apologies if my energy is a little bit low today i just don't want to raise my voice and make my throat like any more in pain mm-hmm. but yeah Other than that, I'm doing pretty okay, you know? How about you, Falcon? How's your Saturday going now that we'll record on Saturdays? Yeah, you know, it's fine.
0: Uh, It snowed last night, so my plans for today kind of got ruined. Uh, The roads look fine, but people in my apartment weren't able to make it up the hill last night, so the entrance and exits are kind of, like, blocked. uh, I didn't know you got snow as well. I know we're getting snow and
1: rain today as well. Thank goodness I don't have work because it's going to be, like, really bad. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's going to get worse here tomorrow because everything's not going to get above freezing until, I think, Sunday afternoon, possibly. Um, So we'll see how that goes. Um, But yeah, so it's been going fine having to change some planes around for what I was doing. But I'm excited to talk today about a show that is animated. Uh, it's not, not an anime. It's anime, but it's a cartoon, and we That's talked right. about we, video we talked, games last we week. A, we talked
1: about Common Rider before, which isn't yeah. anime either, so it's fine. Uh, I, next I'm really week, cool. next like, week, we're going to be rating all the best ketchup brands, by the way.
0: Gross, I hate ketchup. Zero out of exactly. ten, all of them. Just like uh, Chocobo GP. Hey, hey, Chocobo is a, a seven <laughs> out of ten, okay? <laughs> all these people freaking out, like, oh, they put a season pass in my video game. Get over it. Okay. You don't, they literally gave it to you for free. Like That's the part I don't get. It's like, you have to buy it. It's like, no, you don't.
1: I've noticed Square
0: <laughs> Enix does a lot free. with
1: some games.
0: Yeah, it's like, they're like, hey, we have this. If you don't want to buy it, here's the money to get it. Uh, but anyway, I could rate about Chocobo GP and all the people hating on it. and Some of it unjust, some of it understandable. But that's not what we're talking about right now, okay? We're talking about uh, a show based off of a D&D campaign. We watched the animated version of Critical Role's The Legend of Vox Machina, which you can watch on Amazon Prime. And uh this yeah, is for free on
1: Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, for free.
0: Uh as long well, if you have Amazon Prime, it is free. If not, it's not free. But you know, uh oh, well, the majority of yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah, have yeah. Amazon Prime.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that's right we watched the legend of vox machina that's right yep yep, yep. a show that's and, uh, not anime but still a good show i will say and if
0: you're yeah so if you're uh wondering like i've never heard of this so it's based off of a show okay, i haven't
1: Twitch. i haven't heard of it either until falcon mentioned it
0: yeah uh it's called <laughs> critical role it's pretty big uh a lot of voice actors well they're all voice actors uh they got together and played D D together um and uh Felicia Day uh of the guild and Geek and Sundry and Eureka and uh Supernatural. I think she was in that for a bit. Anyway, uh she hit them up to put it on her Geek and Sundry channel when she was starting it off. They weren't that interested in this art, but they finally did, and it became very popular. They now are their own thing and they're making tons of money just being voice actor friends playing Dungeons and Dragons,
1: essentially. So of course, uh, with big people who have lots of money, their first thing is let's
0: make a show. They, so, yeah, from what I can tell, it wasn't originally intended to be a show. Uh, one of them, they did it for one of the characters' birthday. Uh, he just thought it'd be fun to play d d with friends. They all started a campaign. They did like a one-shot. They all enjoyed it. So that group decided just to keep playing. And uh, then it just kind of, they were presented with, hey, you should record it. People would love to watch it. And now they make millions of dollars off of it. There were some people who genuinely got mad because they found out they made like $9 million on Twitch when the uh, Twitch financial thing got leaked um a lot of people are like i can't believe they're making that much money they're supposed to be friends just playing the game it's like why do you not think they already had that money they're like huge voice actors we've got matt mercer who leads the game laura bailey alicia john or not alicia ashley johnson uh you know, we've- same regals in there
1: uh, a lot of big names you said it was 900 million dollars no nine million Nine million, but that's like nine million divided by like eight people, so like each person's only getting like one million or something. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that goes for the that that's goes a lot for of all money, the yeah. hiring all the guest actors, and, and then there's the guests crowd. as well. Yeah, that they yeah. put the like- they see a lot of people. This is how you could tell these are the people who've never done a Twitch channel or done like anything like a business. Obviously, the money they use goes back into it to make mm-hmm. it better and more worth it. You know, whenever yeah. I streamed and I got money, I would do that. I would put that into equipment to buy to make it better for my streaming experience. Mm-hmm. As for them in this case, you know, oh, we have the money. Let's get some guests to fly out. They probably got some people to fly out from like other places in the, in the world just to have them be on d d mm-hmm. So, you know. It's just—it's really good that they would give back instead of saving the money for. Them. I mean, I'm sure there's still some money they save for themselves, but you know, most yeah. of it probably went to uh, to making the the Critical Role campaign better.
0: Yeah, so they they also have like a lot of merch and stuff you can buy. It, yeah, it was very much uh, Kotaku even put an article out right as the show was kind of starting to air that P- Critical Role needed to be canceled because they made too much money and they were too white. Um, which <laughs> I read the article, and the article came down to just essentially uh rider was jealous they weren't gonna be able to have the success of like critical role if they did it with their friends um pretty much essentially is what it boiled down to they were like oh some of the characters play like different ethnicities but they're white people doing it it's like but they're not doing it like in a racist way they're role-playing a character who happens to be like i don't know it was whatever that gets into things that are very sensitive we won't talk about too much but yeah uh they they also have some like people who are very upset because they genuinely thought these like extremely prominent voice actors just had no money and were just broke friends playing D&D together. Um, but yeah. Uh I don't they, understand why
1: people have to look at it financially when they could just yeah. be like, oh wow, this is like really good entertainment. It's fun to yeah. see.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't care about how it's much just, money they make on it. It's, it's a just show. Smaller putting people, it out there it for just, people just to watch. Smaller
1: people being jealous of other people doing yeah. something. No, like that's, that. that's that's literally awesome.
0: what it was. They were like, they should, they have this big platform. They should get rid of like half the cast to make sure they're all people. I, it was very much just kind of like, if you take away half the cast, then it's not the show anymore. Part of what makes the show fun is the fact they are friends interacting with each other. And they kind of know boundaries they can push because they are genuinely friends. Um, but yeah, we won't talk too much about that. But yeah, so uh, they this is just essentially an animated version of their first campaign they did uh, called The Legend of Ox Machina. They kind of started with the second arc, I believe. I'm not super big into Critical Role. I can't, like, focus on it too much, just, like, watching people talk around a table. I've always been interested in whatever I've seen, I've usually enjoyed, but I couldn't remember anything or tell you what happened or why this character is important. Uh, so I was very excited when they uh, kickstarted the animated show, because it's just a, it's a little bit easier way for some people who might not be able to get into uh, watching people play D&D uh to actually like experience the story and characters they've created
1: there are definitely people who uh i know you were talking about it before we started but it's hard to like just to listen to people just talk about D. Mm-hmm. you have to have like a really good imagination to like imagine the things like that uh I, as for me you know i'd probably be like into it for a little bit but then it'd probably get boring oh, sorry uh, for uh a little bit over time but it's like really hard for a lot of people to just focus on like listening i'm sure you said they streamed on twitch right yeah they do it all on twitch so that means you could probably, like, watch the videos themselves. I'm sure if you, like, watch the video while you're listening to the audio, it would probably help a lot more for, like, visual's sake. Just to, like, at least, I mean, you're not, like, seeing, like, with the show, like, what's mm-hmm. happening. but At least you're seeing, like, the movements of the people. And I'm sure yeah. they're, like, expressive with, like, what they do or something like that. At least that's how I did uh, it when depends. I played d a little bit. But, you know, it's just, I think it's just better to have, like, a visual while listening to something like D&D instead of just listening, mm-hmm. you know?
0: I think it also matters where you start in with it too, because the beginning it very much was at Matthew Mercer's apartment. They're at a table. They've got one camera facing one side of the table, another camera facing the other. Their microphones aren't even like, they're not great. They're not like all mic separately. So it's very hard to hear them. And even watching it, it's kind of just like a little chaotic. The later campaigns, they actually have like their own studio and they've got better equipment because they started making a lot of money off of it. Uh, So they're able to put more money into it. So I think if you start with one of the later ones, like if you start with the second campaign or the third campaign, yeah, they got they, their own studio. Uh, right? doing...
1: What? Yeah, they got their own studio, right? To do it. Yeah, right, yeah, so, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because
0: they're they now like Critical Role is like its own company, and they're all employees of the company, and all. When are that we getting our
1: thing. When are we getting our studio for the podcast?
0: When we actually make money
1: off of the podcast. <laughs> we, uh, we 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 just use <laughs> a state that's like halfway between both of us, so we just meet there. Every I live week. in Nashville. You live, live, up live north. Live
0: east. I live east. I'm on the East Coast. Yeah, you're Northeast. I live in the South. I, I would say, I would say more northeast. in the middle.
1: I would say more in the middle, actually. Mm. I don't know.
0: I just consider that whole little section where you're at, Northeast.
1: Mo, I'm so sorry. USA, Matt. Yeah. Okay, that's sure not, I'm not, mis- that's not where you that's are. That's not, not important. It's not important. What's important is, you know, it's just kind of hard to listen to people playing D&D power to the people who can i know someone who can do it and you know they they've they listened to a uh, critical or they listened to another one and they said they loved it like a lot so i'm sure if you like listen cuz the show we watched was like really good so i'm sure like the farther in we get like more of like the character moments character development mm-hmm. i'm sure uh with the char- with the cast of characters and stuff so you know more right. power to the people who can do it but it's kind of tough for some people as well to just yeah. listen to people talk about things you know without a visual like i i'm uh, i'm actually watching this other podcast and I I want to like watch because there's like editing in the videos as well. Mm-hmm. But also just like seeing how like animated the people are when they talk and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just I kind of just like I'll always listen, just watch it whenever I'm listening to it.
0: Right. Um. Yeah. I've I've been able to watch one D and D show before, and I only stopped because I forgot where I got. But uh, oh shoot, what was the actual name of it? I just forgot. But they had puppets who were playing with them. Puppets. And I was able to watch it because like growing up, I watched like a lot of Muppets and stuff. So like. I just I really like puppets. I think puppets are always just like fun to have in things. Um, But yeah, I watched it a lot. Uh, Perception check—that's what it's called. Uh, But it was another thing. Like they were on their own for a bit, and then I think they like teamed up with like Hyper RPG, which is like a big company on Twitch that like has a bunch of different D and D and RPG games that get played. Uh, I watched it with them, but it was literally just like, oh, there's these two puppets that amuse me while they're playing D and D because they still do like dumb like Muppety moves and stuff. Uh, But yeah, I've I'm trying to make myself listen to critical role works i actually want to like hear it and uh, there was an old member who had some stuff go down that left the show um and he's not in the animated version just due to that but it'd be fun to see like what his character was like.
1: They have three campaigns kind of and they're on their third one right now. So it would be a good time to get into critical role. Cause yeah. they already have two completed campaigns and one that you could get into at in the beginning right now. So I guess yeah, it's and like, if you'd I, rather
0: start with like the higher quality, you can just start at the third one. Cause they're only, I think like maybe 20 episodes in maybe. So you don't have that much to catch up on where the others have, have a bit.
1: The, um, I've listened yeah. to another D and D campaign and you're, you're not going to be surprised by this. You know, Ruby has one, the grim campaign.
0: I had no clue. Actually, no. Oh, you didn't know some of the no. some
1: people from uh from a Rooster Teeth do like the it's it's also kind of canon as well. It's kind of weird. And basically, the plot of it is there's these four guys and they're they're uh they're like all like separate hunt huntsmen and basically they all come to do a mission and, and Mistral under under oh, Crow yeah. who gives them the mission and uh, I they have like two seasons and uh, I, I I watched the first one. I was in the middle of the second one but uh, then one of the guys kind of got a different job at mm-hmm. a different company so I'm not sure if that's gonna continue okay yeah, but there's two seasons of it and i i when i watched it i watched it on my tv because it's on the rooster teeth hmm. website and uh it was pretty good because i had like uh it had like animation and stuff and, and like that they, they use like okay. a, a, a program to like show their like own What's thing on? yeah it was pretty cool like, and like i forget the the, the program but they mean like custom things for like a lot of the like the grim and the characters as well. So it was pretty mm-hmm. neat to watch. But other than that, I also played D&D before in the past for a little bit with some friends. It was pretty cool. I played a bard. So I, I can heavily relate to Scanlan here because I also wanted to fuck everything I saw. Yeah. No. So Gosh, no, no. I, I, was, I was a little upset because there's this one time where I, I'm like the whole reason I wanted to to do it cuz I'm like, "Oh, I want to just you want to have know, a harem, right?" No, I wanted to just what was it? I think it was a succubus. I'm like, I wanted to fuck a succubus. Oh. Oh, but gotcha. my, my, my friend, my, my DM was like, no, we're not gonna are we're not going to we are not going to do that. And I'm like, dude, that's not fun. Come on. So every I mean, time like, I tried to woo the woman in our campaign, I always failed. But oh. I actually really like playing the bard because there was this one point where like I thought we were all gonna die, right? And we were fighting these giant rats, like we were fighting like this rat king like arc or something, and there was like these like four rats, two normal big rats. An exploding rat and mm-hmm. like a dragon rat. It was so weird, and uh, we were all gonna like. I think it was me and two of our friends, and one of them was dead, another was weak, and I'm like, "What am I gonna do?" So I I look at my skills. I'm like, "All oh, right, I have magic, so I use thunder, right?" And I get my thunder like goes around me in a circle, mm-hmm. and I killed a rat with the thunder, and I knocked another rat into an into the exploding rat, and I exploded mm-hmm. the exploding rat so that left like half of our foes done i'm like oh my god i can't believe i'm the hero of the campaign let's go people yeah, underestimate
0: it, bards it's always like oh you're a bard you're a joke it's like bards actually can do a lot it just matters right. how they, they get played
1: exactly uh, so I, I was really i was really i had a lot of fun playing it but we had, we eventually had to stop because we had uh, as most dnd groups stop things that like uh having, conflicts things concert. like that. Yeah, sometimes we're like, oh, we can't can't do it this week and then mm-hmm. it's just kind of hard to get back into it because it's like, oh, hey, now I have nothing to do and I have to right. fill this week and I hope I don't get busy with something else or, you know, ruin the the thing we were going. I think we played it for a good few months, but it was pretty fun. I liked it. It was my first time playing D&D and it was uh it was definitely a thrill. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, uh I I'm in a oh, it's not really Dungeons and Dragons, it's Pathfinder, but same thing. We're in, I'm in a Pathfinder campaign, uh, or we, we've also had scheduling conflicts the last little bit. So who knows if that'll keep going or not? But yeah, I was playing. Uh, actually I actually have two characters there, but one's a swashbuckler, uh, which is a uh, kind of like a gunslinger mixed with a pirate in a way, I guess. Uh, and then uh, I've got an alchemist who like is all about like making bombs and grenades and stuff. Uh, but A lot of fun with that. Uh, yeah, my my swashbuckler probably. Out kind of characters from the show is a mix of Vex and Percy, fighting style of Percy, but with like the kind of like flirtatious charm that Vex has in a sense. Uh, it's kind of say,
1: fun. I wouldn't say Vex has any flirtatious charm, but maybe that's just. I me. mean,
0: when, when he's messing with uh Gilmore, like how he's like trying to haggle for the prices and stuff, I do that all the time on our campaign.
1: Um, that was but, oh, you mean Vax or Vex?
0: Vex is the guy, Vax is the girl.
1: V- no, Vex is the girl. Vax is the guy, isn't it? Oh, yeah. you're right,
0: my bad. I, I got got yeah. mixed up on my end. Uh Vax, about, I would one with you. difference. Vax, I would yeah. agree with you in that case. Yes, he's yeah. definitely transportation. Yeah, Vax is just the brains of the operation really. Um, but yeah, that you're right. I got that mixed up. I apologize.
1: No worries. I guess, I guess it's fine. We all we all do that. It, it's confusing mm-hmm. cuz the names are similar, so no worries. Yeah,
0: it's Vex Holly and Vaxeldon. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I like how uh, even in the show they talk about that. one's like, I forget which one is which, and they have to, like, say who's who. Um, but yeah, anyway, I guess we should get into the characters instead of just rambling yeah, on.
1: I, I mean, it's fine. We're talking about, like, our experience with D&D yeah. and the, I just, it's cool, you know? It's cool to let the people know that we can relate to the show a, a little bit, you know? Yeah, I think I that's what... why I found it so interesting, because I'm going to i am gonna admit, in the beginning, I wasn't really vibing, it, vibing with mm-hmm. it, but I really like the action. The action of the show was really cool. I will say that uh, the 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 gore is kind of unnecessary in some regards. Like some of it's like kind of out there, a little bit.
0: Uh, they definitely wanted to make it seem like realistic and stuff. For a, it, in a sense, it seemed a
1: little bit m- too much realistic, you know. Yeah, but I mean, I guess it's like a, a fantasy world, so I guess it makes sense in some regards, you know. Like the part
0: where Grog's just like, "Oh, I'm not hurt," but is this normal? And you just see like a rib cage because it's like, it's like, "Is this normal?" It's like, "No, that's not normal, Grog." Uh, but yeah. I think, I think out of the aspects of the show I like, I love when you can tell when somebody just rolled a 20 and when they're just rolling ones. I think my favorite scene in the show, which I'll talk Was about later, is my door? favorite. Was you it can door? tell they're just all rolling really. It's the door. Was it the door? when
1: they trying to unlock the door? Keep... And, and Vex is like, oh, this door is so hard.
0: Yeah. And then, like, Percy tries to, like, jump up the wall and to get in a window. And then he falls. And he's like, I fell. And she, like... Just everything about it. And there's a clip on there where it shows how they did it in the campaign and how it differs. And they do a lot of the things different, but this it, it's still under the same effect. They're just all rolling like ones and twos <laughs> trying to open the store. And it's just not working. Um, yeah, I just love it so much. I'm like, this would be the best time to be playing the game. Be like, oh, I'm a thief. I have like plus thirty to lock picking. I rolled a one. You didn't open the door. Try again. Nope hey i'm gonna try this nope but it's just
1: like i remember something from my D &D campaign now that was pretty funny we we actually managed to change the store of like our D &D campaign to like a real life store name and our team was like only if you get a nat 20 and then we actually rolled a nat 20 so we actually changed it to this i forget the name of it though i'm I'm blanking on it it's been a while uh if i remember it i'll let you know but it was, it was pretty funny, but yeah, no, it's kind of, it's kind of cool. It's kind of like the will of the dice. It's like, Oh, if you fuck up, it's like, it's really bad. So I, I really like it. It's fun.
0: All right. Uh, starting off, we'll start off with the character. Who I feel like did probably the least in this season of the show.
1: Is it going to uh, be? Pike?
0: No, it's Vexalia.
1: Oh, she, oh. you think she did the she least? Probably. I, I think I did way more see, than she did. I see you got these fun images.
0: Yeah. I got fun images I had oh, yeah. a hard time finding small images, okay? This is this, no this not as good as it got.
1: It's fine. It's fine.
0: Uh, yes, uh, this is Vexalia. Uh, she is kind of the brains of the operation. And she has a bear named Trinket, who they did not take with them to the main arc of the show, which made me very sad. I wanted to see Trinket uh, attack it's some kinda, people.
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird to like introduce a character and then like not use them. But I guess, yeah, probably because we started in Arc Two. So, probably in yeah. Arc One, we see probably a lot more Trinket. You probably watched the beginning of it, so you probably know a lot better. Uh, I've only
0: watched the first couple episodes, but I guess that I wasn't really paying much attention to it. Okay. So okay. I don't remember what Trinket really does. No worries.
1: Um, no worries. Yeah. But I'm sure he's probably used in Arc One and in Arc Two. They just couldn't use him. So, it's it's cool. It's not a probably. big deal. Um, but yeah, I, she, I uh, kind of think, um, is I a th- Ranger, kind of, I guess. I think I like Vex the least out of all the characters.
0: Yeah, and I think it's just because she doesn't really do a whole lot. She seems really kind of, no, like No, no, she,
1: she did a lot of things. I just, her personality, I just don't really like her personality. She seems she's to be the most of, serious. But she's kind of, that- yeah, she's kind of serious, and she's kind of mean for no reason. Like, when she's mean to uh, K- Keyleth for, like, no reason,
0: she's like, in the really- beginning,
1: yeah, she's like, oh, you can't do it, you can't do it, don't try, and then, like, at the end, it's like, no, I- oh, you could do it, you could do it, but she only said that because they were in, like, a dire situation. I, I don't think she's like really was, being like,
0: mean. I think it's just she's setting expectations for Keyleth Lowe. She's like, oh, Keyleth's not that great. She can't do it. Um, but yeah, she, she's very blunt, I guess, is probably a great Yeah, she's very
1: blunt. Um,
0: but yeah, she apparently has a lot of, like, more lighthearted moments when she's with Trinket. So I think that's also kind of hurts her character a little bit here. But she's played by Laura Bailey. Um, Who's
1: my, I didn't even realize that was Laura Bailey until I read it today. I'm like, what?! Yeah, I thought this is her he character for some reason, I don't know why. But yeah, Vex is a half elf ranger and a rogue.
0: Yep, yep. Um and she's the twin sister to uh Vax. Vax. Um but yeah, she she really just kind of comes up with the plans and assists in the fights. Uh she doesn't really have any like I wouldn't I wouldn't say she really had a, like a great like character moment here. I feel like most of the other characters had like a moment. They kind of really let them shine, and I feel like he or she was just kind well, of
1: Well, something there. the show was definitely hinting at a lot was uh, the past of Vex mm-hmm. and Vex, which oh, yeah. not probably not the next arc, but probably arc in the future. We'll probably get to learn more about that. Actually, next arc, because
0: she has that sense whenever there's a dragon around. And the next yeah. arc looks like they're dealing with dragons. So I feel like...
1: Oh, may- oh maybe you're right. Season, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I feel
0: like she'll probably have a lot of really shining moments.
1: Okay, she'll probably will then. Hopefully, you know. I don't cool.
0: dislike her, but I also agree she's probably my least favorite out of is the my, I, 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 I don't, don't dislike her like either. I, I didn't get to know her as favorite. well. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, moving on, we'll talk about her twin brother next. We'll talk about Vax, who is also a half-elf uh, rogue slash paladin. Um, he's a, oh, he's
1: uh, a paladin! I did
0: not know it that. It says there maybe he gets more paladin abilities <laughs> he's later. I he rogue
1: slash paladin plus druid, so maybe yeah. he gets like, uh, 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 like a like a role increase. I don't know. Probably. Um,
0: he, he very much just seemed like your typical rogue. Uh, for this first season, at least. Uh, he's a little more uh relaxed than his sister. Uh, he he's shown he doesn't mind like flirting with people if he can uh try to get his way out. But he's also crushing on Keyleth.
1: Uh, oh, boy. The, the
0: of the group. Um, you can tell he, he's kind of got a thing for her. Uh, he prides himself in picking all these locks, only to get very mad when he can't pick one later on in the door. That was, the like, the
1: only lock he didn't pick in the whole show. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like like it's, like, oh, it's, it's just like, like it's pick this lock,
0: fun. done, done, done. Ah, what's wrong with this door? <laughs> it's just like, it won't work. Um, yeah, I really, I like him a lot. He's fun. Uh, he also, I don't feel like, really had too many, like, really great shining moments besides failing to pick the door. Uh he also kind of gets mind controlled easily. It yeah. Seems. I think uh, it I think a couple times where he it kind of like gets possessed. I
1: think that was because he got bit. And like Yeah, the, the, the first, first time was because he
0: got bit. Yeah.
1: I think that's why he got mind controlled so easily, because he got bit by the vampire. So he had like the vampire blood flowing. I'm assuming I'm not entirely sure about that. It seemed like
0: that and, was part of it. But then they like cured him and then he got taken over again uh Yeah,
1: it, I, I didn't really cure him though. Remember, he was like, I remember he's he gonna like, step out of it. I guess you're going right. To yeah. turn me into a vampire and like, don't be ridiculous. So yeah. I'm like, okay, he's not gonna turn into a vampire. But I guess I, I mean they didn't like logically explain it like that, like how I'm mm-hmm. saying it. But I'm like, it probably makes sense because nobody else got mind controlled as well in the group. And I'm well, sure they did actually. well no, 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 not fight like, with the not teacher. The, no, no, no. I meant by by the vampire guy, not the teacher. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it was just I, him I, feel like, he I tried feel like to he, do
0: he tried to do grog but then grog thought he was trying to be seduced and he closed his eyes.
1: oh that's a good point actually. there you go
0: <laughs> see he, he just looked at him and did the staring thing and he's like he was like no I know what you're trying to do you're trying to seduce me what no
1: <laughs> okay maybe, I don't I don't know that I don't know I don't know why uh,
0: Oh, but uh he he very much has a lot of moments where he's very helpful to the team. Um, oh yeah. He's, I mean, uh, he's a
1: good, he's a good rogue. What can I say?
0: Like, uh, like Vex, we haven't really seen make a great character moment besides him getting, uh, you know, trying to see if he can get lucky with Keyleth. Um, but yeah, he, he was a fun character. I'm ready to, excited to see more of him. He's done by Liam O'Brien and I know I've seen Liam and stuff, but I can't think of right now who he voices.
1: Well, wow, Let's click the Lincoln. But I, I know for a
0: fact guys. he has done people I
1: know. He's uh he's uh, he's definitely an anime obviously. Yeah. He's Gara in Naruto. Oh, that's right. He's also someone from Code Geass. He's uh Oh yeah, he was uh was he the the
0: brother the prince? He's uh... Lloyd.
1: Lloyd? Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Lloyd Asplund. Yeah,
0: I know. I know. Lloyd
1: Asplund. Yeah, what else is he? He's uh he's uh oh I think that's everyone I know him from.
0: He also does uh, Doctor Strange and Marvel uh Future Revolution. Yeah,
1: I think I, it's just Naruto and uh mm. the code Geass that I know.
0: He is Orlando from uh Catherine Fullbody. Uh, uh, he's uh he's
1: oh he's Haki, he's Akihiko from Persona.
0: Yep. That's that was the one that I was really getting. I was like, there's one that like I'll be annoyed that I didn't remember who he was. No, now that
1: I think about it, his voice does sound like Akihiko. Wow, I'm just drawing that parallel. Okay.
0: He also does an entrance in GU, which is a, a game that I very much enjoy. Uh, yes,
1: you do. I'm sure you're getting it for Switch, right? Oh, he's in a
0: lot of... He's in several characters in Fire Emblem Fates as well. That's good. Good for him. Fire All right. Emblem Fates. Uh, I guess we'll move on to the next character. Uh... I tried to do boy girl boy girl, but there's one more boy than that. So we'll do girl next. We'll do Keyleth, uh, who is the druid of the group. The uh, she's very unsure of herself. Um, she she doubts her abilities throughout most of the show. Um, but I feel like she really kind of pulls off a lot of like
1: crazy tricks. That isn't yeah, she, the she day, helped. She, really came needs in, to. she came in clutch a lot. For yeah, uh, for the party. Uh, magic is voice voice really voice. magic is really powerful. <laughs> Yeah, in like D. Like, I'm like, I know I told the story earlier about like the the rats, but yeah, yeah. it's like it's like a uh, magic is really powerful in D D campaign. so yeah. yeah. Make sure to lose learn like good magic for if you if you guys mm-hmm. ever do a DD campaign, make sure to learn good magic. Yeah, uh especially imagine like AoE. So yeah.
0: uh, she's voiced by Marisha Ray, who's probably best known role as Margaret for Persona.
1: marisha um. Ray. Oh, yeah, Marisha I'm I okay uh yeah um, uh, she's also in fire emblem games mm-hmm. yes she's Obero. She's Obero.
0: uh yes. she i think she's probably the one of that of the group who's done the least amount of voice work um but uh i actually really like keyleth which i was kind of annoyed I, I was reading some stuff and apparently back when this campaign was first being played people hated keyleth what uh, apparently keyleth was the character in the group who'd always end up like rolling low or make some action that really just messed everything up for the group um and apparently a lot of people felt marisha wasn't role-playing she was just playing herself um and so apparently people really didn't like keyleth at all um which i find hard to believe because i think she's really great i think she's probably one of the most relatable characters in this first arc, just like with what she kind of goes they
1: also kind of like hyped something up well not hyped kind of like hinted at something up for her that they're probably going to say like her clan or something, and uh yeah. basically she has to be like a chosen one or something and like lead them and she's like going on a journey to like try to prove that. So uh, that's so what be.
0: I remember reading or hearing was that a, technically apparently she's with the group because she messed up so badly in her home that they essentially kicked her out of the clan. Um, um so it's like she's still part of the clan, but she's kind of been like exiled unless I guess she can like prove herself or whatever. So that also I'm doesn't sure help with her like major is self-confidence issues. Nope. uh i do feel like uh probably she got a lot of hate because she probably was a more relatable character and people didn't want to like <laughs> God, this more relatable this character in, in their G- D G- game reminds me of me. right and i think uh, uh, Marisha ray said something similar in an interview said so she really liked keelith and she knew a lot of people did it but that she felt those people might just I like, relate I like- too yeah. hard to the character yeah
1: some people just don't seem to get over themselves mm-hmm. Marisha Ray, if you ever listen to our podcast, we absolutely love your character.
0: Like Marisha Ray would listen to our podcast. Let's be real here. Uh, <laughs> watch watch me say that now. She like tweets us or something, which I, I think definitely
1: my favorite female of the group. I'll say that. She's best girl. She's best girl. I'm saying it. She's best girl. I'm saying it.
0: I might agree. I I also really like Pike a lot. Pike's pretty
1: cool, but, but I, it would be
0: between those two for me personally.
1: She has such nice eyes.
0: She does have a good, she has really have a good, nice size, yeah. I also kind of like the whole, like, foresty, like, green kind of attire she has. I like, like,
1: the crown, I don't know what this is called here, but it's like, I guess it's like a crown or something or something. Uh, really it's like not a it.
0: crown, I forgot the exact word for it, it's not like a tiara, but yeah, it's the the thing where it just kind of, like, goes above your, it's like a circlet, almost, it's like a circlet that just doesn't go all the way around the head, but it, yeah, they're kind of like deer, oh, like yeah. kind of thing looking thing. Yeah, I, I it's, like
1: like nat- it's nature-y. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah she definitely came in clutch a lot uh, during the show. I'll say that a lot.
0: Yeah, she's a member of the Ashari tribe. Yeah, I feel like she very much. Her and Pike, I feel like, were the two MVPs. Like when everything was, was to Scalen like, too. Scalen did
1: a lot of. Scalo came
0: in too. clutch a couple times,
1: especially against. What you fought, Like the, that that guy into his mansion. Mm-hmm. Like that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, like Key was very much in, in the final battle of this whole show. Like if she wasn't there, it would have. They, I'm pretty sure they all would have lost. Died
1: yeah, that would have yeah like
0: her coming in clutch and finally like kind of believing in herself a bit really saved the day um but uh i enjoyed her she's a fun character uh very much just self-doubting but very like fun loving very relatable uh, i yeah, like she talking characters. to trees. i'm not a
1: loser like most people in the world
0: yeah um but all right uh next up let's talk about Scanlan on short oh, uh, my the,
1: oh the my
0: bard of the group oh, didn't i need change to put his picture up. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to click it.
1: Uh Whoa, There we Look at this guy. By the way, I just want to say that this is the second show in a row that Falcon has recommended with naked woman in it. So, oh, yeah. yeah, just uh, putting that out there.
0: It's just because of 1, too. Because his goal is to wed every woman in the land and uh, guy, apparently. Yeah, he don't care. He'll he'll sleep with whoever. Uh, uh, but yeah, he uh. It's just a gnome bard who wants to sleep with everybody. It's kind of
1: weird because at the beginning I kind of didn't like Scanlan. Then I remembered my D&D character a little bit. And, like, his I mean, my D&D character wasn't as, like, verbose as his was. But, like, it kind of reminded me of it. And then, like, the things he did in the show was really cool. Like, like I know I mentioned earlier when he was, like, fighting in that mansion against, like, the, gu- the guard keeper and all, like, the soldiers. That was pretty cool. Like, as a distraction. I honestly thought he was going to die there. Like, I really thought. Because you can never tell in D&D. Like, you never know when someone can actually die. So it's kind of like, oh, I thought he was completely gonna die there as like a sacrifice to help everyone going, but no, it, it, he proved me wrong, and I was like, oh, I'm actually really impressed by this. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right, Falcon?
0: Yeah, um, I he's probably one of my least favorites. Uh, I just feel like what I, got, I got actually by him remember how I
1: told you that Reddit Reddit poll about like the original critical role. Yeah, I know he's like Animal. super fan Animal favorite. He was actually like the f- number one, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh I don't know. He just he did, he got on my nerves sometimes. Uh, he's not my favorite like character, him. but he,
1: I really like him. I really yeah. like him.
0: I don't think he's bad or anything. Just out of I the like group. his he's ability, Scanlan's
1: hand. Best. Like I don't I don't know what that what that is. Like how you can do that. Let uh, me see Yeah,
0: he, he just does. like summons up this giant purple hand that lets him do stuff.
1: He just had no um. I wish I wish I did something like that. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. When I was playing as my bards, it's, like, a magic hand that could just push things or carry him. That's super cool.
0: One thing I do like about him is he doesn't like fighting, so he tries to just, like, assist others. Or he tries to find a ways to, like, get away from the fight. A- and Those that makes sense because bars are set. good assist.
1: Bars are good mm-hmm. assist. I remember a few times I had this move where uh, it, I would buff someone for, like, a, 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 a battle, and it would do, like, it would really help out. So, like, it's really mm-hmm. good, you know. He, he knows his place, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, he, he didn't try, especially, like, when he's doing the mission, uh trying to, like, fight people, or, like, to set the, like, house on fire or whatever. He very much is not trying to, like, attack them. He's very much trying to, like, slip past after he gets found. Um, yeah, or, like, the, 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 the
1: acid. The acid. It mm-hmm. was thanks to him that everyone yeah. survived, in a sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, All because of his purple hand. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just... I just I got annoyed of just like how much he wanted to like sleep with people all the time. It kind of got on my nerves. That, that, like that's a barge. I get character, that's but I'm also just like eh, that's, that's personally literally just a bard. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he's plays <laughs> the same regal, so he does like, has a great job with it. And I think Sam there Regal character just so he can be as he wanted to be. Uh, I an, do re-
1: think so. Yeah, he's a very recognizable name.
0: Uh oh yeah, uh, he's like. Teddy in Persona, I know is one of the ones I always I know, recognize him
1: as Jude the main character mm-hmm. from Tales of Zillia as well. Yeah yeah. He's also he's also apparently Peter Parker in the Amazing Spider-Man game. Yeah,
0: he is. He's also uh, Teddy as
1: you said, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Rex uh, He's also Phoenix
0: Wright, which is what I'm surprised we haven't didn't like immediately come to mind since both of us really like To be that fair, a
1: lot. not not of the vo- a lot of not a lot of the voice at voices are, are like acted out. There's not a lot of voice lines in the Ace Attorney games.
0: True. So uh, I also Mephisto from Blue Exorcist. Um, he's Rex Raptor from Yu-Gi-Oh! Whoa. You know, he, he, does, he does a lot of voice.
1: Area. Lines. Mm-hmm. Whoa, he's Kudamon from Digimon World Data Squad. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Whoa. He's he's he's, uh, 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 he's apparently a character in a realm reborn.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. He's uh the original Al- voice for Alpha Alph- Olivier.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's in a lot of like very famous voices. So
0: yeah, he uh he's he's not the voice of that character in 14 anymore. Wait, so, what unfortunately-
1: the heck is Teppen? Is what? what the heck is this Teppen game? Oh, it's a free-to-play digital collectible card game. Apparently, it's a Capcom game. This Teppen thing, and because I'm looking at it, it's like the last thing under his uh his uh video games, and apparently he's Phoenix Wright in this Teppan game, and it's a card game that's from Capcom. So, okay, that's kind of cool.
0: Um, yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, He's also the main character from uh, Fate Stay Night, Unlimited Blade Works. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, Okay, anyway, moving on. he's Um, Mr.
1: Fate himself, that's crazy. mm
0: -hmm. Uh, We'll move on uh, to the last girl of the group, which is Pike. Woo! Uh, she is a, a gnome a cleric, I guess. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. She uh, she's the healer of the group, uh, and she kind of takes a, a trip in this one away from them. But that was due to in real life, she was filming a TV show. I believe it was called Blind Spot, uh, and so she had to be in New York for several months and couldn't play. So oh, in the really? game she just she just had, like left to stay at a temple or something to like train um but so they kind of turned that into like an arc for her character in the show to where she's uh doubting if she should have the blessing of her her goddess uh, so what it appears as an
1: apparition is that she just like on the phone talking with them like wait what they're like She's yeah whenever
0: whenever she came back is like her like uh psionic projection or whatever they had her in uh zoom calls oh uh, my god i clearly just guessed
1: that (laughs) yeah that's great That's actually if she had time to
0: play and can make it, they would have her just like project in, and then when she had to leave, she would just her projection would fail, and she would have used all her energy and pop back.
1: I would have never guessed that because her arc was was like her like character growth was like mm-hmm. really that like, good, you know. I really liked yeah. it, so I thought it was natural. But I also found it to be weird. So I guess it makes sense because it's like, why would you introduce this character just to have them leave? Mm-hmm. But I guess it makes sense because like of what you said.
0: Yeah. So she was there at the beginning, and then she had to pop out to do a TV show, and then when she was done filming it, she came back and like rejoined the group permanently, Until unless she had to like, leave for another show again. Um, I think that show's done. I don't think it lasted very long. Um, no,
1: but... Uh, better than Vox Machina, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. So the truth, um, the truth. Blindside? Yeah, friends, get out of here!
0: She's best friends with uh, Rog. Um, which doesn't seem like uh, a... Uh, a good, good fit.
1: match, but I'm sure there's a reason yeah. for that that will be explained.
0: Yeah. Uh, or even if it's not, it doesn't really matter. Um, She's voiced by Ashley Johnson, who is Gwen Tennyson from Ben 10, which is probably one of her most recognizable roles, probably. Uh, I don't think she's done, like, as much anime. I think she's done more just, like, actual cartoons. Oh, she's Gretchen from Recess. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, she's also I think one of the people who did one of the voices, like, The Last of Us or something, I think.
1: Uh oh yeah she's yeah, Ellie she, she was she was
0: Ellie yeah um yeah that's oh, a very Lego role.
1: Dimensions uh, there's
0: a lot of people in Lego Dimensions so let's be real here uh, um
1: she's the yeah. waitress in Lego Marvel Avengers mm-hmm.
0: but I like Pike she's also someone who really is kind of like oh wait there's a, game, there's a game there's a
1: game called Pillars of Eternity two and apparently it has Critical Role DLC
0: yeah it's like a it's an rpg i forgot exactly what kind of rpg if it's like tactical or what oh, um, yeah they, they had a vox mock a dlc all the characters of uh, the main cast are in there
1: that's really cool
0: mm-hmm. it's a game i've wanted to play i had the first in my wish list for a long time and just never got around to it oh dang the switch um,
1: version got canceled that's sad mm-hmm,
0: yeah uh, it's on steam and i think xbox and playstation i just don't think uh, switch made it
1: i will look into this maybe i want to give it a try yeah, I'll look into it. Yeah,
0: Pike, Pike is the cleric, and she yeah. kind of has an where She's super, doubting herself like,
1: because of how she behaves awesome.
0: outside of battles. Um, and the, has to come to terms with it.
1: Honestly, with my D and D terms, I'm like, why would you go to fight a vampire and his like deathly minions without your cleric? Without your, cleric. Without your, without your like, without yeah. your like holy person? I'm just like, this is just gonna be a lot tougher than it looks.
0: She told Key with Key with had to be their light. Um yeah I, I like how they took her absence from the show to like make it into like a per, like a growth uh <clears throat> arc for her well, it makes
1: sense. what else was she gonna do just sit home and twiddle her thumbs
0: yeah yeah you look been like i have to go to the temple you guys sorry um and just not had her in there but i like that they're able to keep her in there even i'm having a, a,
1: moment, a picnic like, with the with the nuns at mm-hmm, the temple yeah. sorry can't come bye-bye
0: um yeah <laughs> i really liked her uh she's a little yeah. like one of the more serious ones but she likes to join in on like she's not gonna be the one to start the fight but she's not gonna like leave her friends to fight alone she's gonna keep going in and help them out as best she can uh but i guess we should move
1: on to grog now here's my favorite character in the whole show <laughs> i
0: had a feeling grog would be your favorite
1: um, i just like i just like i love i love how like his everything he does is just fun he's just he's a, he's an idiot but you know he's a he's a lovable idiot and you Yeah. Love the, uh, idiots the most.
0: What I love him is he's very much a murder hobo. He just wants to kill everybody, but he's kind of oh, got yeah. that like heart of gold slash like kind of puppy dog aspect to him as well. Um, he's he always wants to be drunk. Uh, 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 like when they're at a place like, oh look at all these kegs of ale. It's like, oh yeah, those have been empty for years. What? There's no ale here? No, we we're all out. Oh, oh. They they, they find was like here this keg of ale and they're what you said they were all gone <laughs> it's like ah, uh, he, he genuinely gets like upset about it um yeah he's fun because he's not just he's not just super edgy and just wanted to kill everything all the time he wants to kill everything all the time but he he'll have fun he likes to play around
1: as we mentioned he's fr- he's uh he's like he's he knows pike from mm-hmm. before and you know he really yeah. cares about her we could tell you know yeah. I really loved how when uh, there was a scene where they were traveling to Whitestone, and you know, I think it was Vax who went up to talk with him, and he's like, I'm just worried, I'm not worried about her, I'm worried about us because we're not she's not here with Mm -hmm. us, and she's the strongest. And I'm like, Yeah, that makes sense for this part, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But the person who voiced Grog is Travis Willingham, who does a few voices you might recognize, Falcon, like Portuguese Ace from One Piece. Yep, and also. Um, Knuckles the Echidna from Sonic Boom, mm-hmm. yes, yes, he's also Theodore
0: from Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. Uh, Theodore's the I know, Theodore. Uh, by, the, yeah, the Attendant for P3P. If he plays the girl, um, kind of wish he got a little more screen time in some of the other games, but also they've not really done much with Persona 3, so you know that makes, makes sense.
1: Um, I know a lot of he's done a lot, of, he's kind of like game a
0: game. actually, he's not done like a ton of anime, he's done you some, he's I been like it. Tiger Bunny, Digimon Fusion. But he's also done a lot of just like more like kids' TV shows, like a lot of the Marvel ones and that sort of thing. Um, it looks like he's done Thor for a lot of like the Avengers shows.
1: Oh, yeah, it looks like that. Yeah,
0: that actually, that actually fixed. Uh, but he's also done Fire Emblem. Uh, who was it? There's only one of the cast members who hadn't done Fire Emblem, and I don't remember now who it was. But um, I mean, all of them have been in a Fire Emblem game, but I think maybe he Leo? He's he
1: still as well. looks like he's selling a lot of the video games. Is he selling the mm-hmm. original dub as well? Huh, uh, I don't know, but actually, it says Dragon Ball Z and it says various, so but all the games it says he sells, oh so... yeah, okay, <laughs> anyway, yeah, all the characters?
0: Uh, I like Grog, he just wants to who's, hurt things.
1: Who was your favorite character? I don't think you mentioned that. Who's your favorite? Uh, know. my
0: favorite character is next, actually, and that is oh, wait. Percy.
1: Oh, that's right, Percy, I forgot about <laughs> No Mercy, Percy. <laughs> oh, god. The guy who we got the main focus for of this mm. arc. Yep, it was his backstory we were dealing with.
0: Yep. Uh, this is uh, Percival DeRolo. He is. Uh, no, no, say his, like name. A, say his full name. Say his full name. Percival Frederick Stein von Mussel uh, Klos- Klosowski DeRolo Third. <laughs> something like that i simply known day. as Percival Rollo or Percy um, he's like no a gun slinger mercy, Percy. yeah no mercy Percy it's
1: so weird to see a gun in like a medieval setting
0: oh I love it I love when you just have like ancient muskets that like have just been like made and everyone's like what's that Um, but yeah, yeah he calls his weapon the pepper box um, he created it Um, so I assume he's probably the one who like just made guns because it says he's like an engineer and he was trying to make a weapon that he could like fulfill his needs. Um, so they kind of hinted that he might have been the one who made guns in the show. And then they also hint later that someone else kind of like came up with the concept and made one too. Um, so who, who really knows if he just made his gun or if he kind of was like the first one to make guns uh, to to be determined. But yes, he's, uh, he's the character uh, the main arc of the show we talk about uh, deals with his backstory. He's trying to save his hometown from these people who murdered his family and kind of have ruined it um i didn't know he was alive but they found out he was alive and he knew like i have to stop them now or they're gonna keep coming for me um so they that's why they start going that way um but he he normally is like kind of like calm and collected he doesn't really seem to care about like being part of the group he's with them because it gives him something to do in a way to make money um so weird he doesn't seem like he's super invested
1: yeah, I think they mentioned it. Who was it? It was literally the first episode when they get kicked uh, out. I think it was Vex. Back.
0: I think she said, like, Percy doesn't, seems to be embarrassed around us half the time, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, uh, he doesn't he yeah, want to be yeah. here.
0: Yeah. Uh, he's just kind of there because he doesn't see a better alternative. Um, But, uh, yeah, he's so cool. Uh, I really like what hey, they so did with cool. him. Uh, so, like, yeah, he he's kind of, like, blinded by trying to get vengeance for his family, but in doing so, when he made the weapon, uh, it's kind of cool, like, whenever there's somebody who, like, helped the, the Briarwoods, who are the people who murdered his family, or who he feels has betrayed him, like, their name will, like, get engraved on the gun and, like, fire. And he just kind of goes, like, crazy. Uh, yeah, I remember
1: like, the scene where he's like, oh, our teacher even betrayed us. And then we saw, like, the flashback, like, later on with the teacher teaching him, and it's just like, mm-hmm. dude, of course he betrayed you. He hated your guts. Can't you tell by the way he acted yeah. with your parents? Yeah. What the heck? Why are you yeah, surprised? It's not like
0: he had anything against the kids, but the kids' parents he hated, so like he hated the Nothing kids by personal default. Kids. Nothing
1: yeah. personal.
0: Yeah. Um be yeah, like you see the professor like, oh, we should do this. Like, no, no, we can't do that. Like, yeah, they they kind of treated his ideas poorly, although his ideas really weren't all that great anyway. Um but yeah, uh, it's kinda hard to talk about Percy without going like full 100 percent spoiled everything about it kind of mode um yeah everyone uh,
1: he loves is dead
0: he kind of has this like all yeah everyone he loves is dead and because of that he wants revenge on all the people who've wronged him essentially um and he created the gun to do that but whenever he sees one of them he kind of like shifts into a different personality instead of kind of being like the calm collected intellectual kind of like percy he gets to do this like he puts on a hobo bad, he yeah he puts on this uh like kind I would of like say a murder dog I would say through mask.
1: I see. Yeah, demon. kind of
0: more demon-esque. Yeah. His eyes kind of get like black and yellow and uh he's just like talking all crazy and kind of loses it he loses himself, uh, which is kind of a plot point they explore. Um so it it.
1: foreshadows for so long too. Yeah. Like I, I saw that coming from a mile away. Oh
0: yeah, it was very obvious what happened. Uh but that's something I will say about the show. Like a lot of what happened in this arc I felt was very predictable because a lot of it was basic. Oh, it's kind of your typical uh, you've betrayed me, I want revenge kind of arc. Um, and some of the characters had just kind of like more cliche plot points, but the way they presented it, I never cared. It wasn't like a show where it was like, Oh, I know exactly what's gonna happen. Why am I still watching? Like, I knew what was gonna happen, but I still wanted to watch it. Like, going uh, back so to like actually
1: the first two episodes, um, with the dragon, uh, I they, they all suspected so my thought was it was the beginning of episode two, right? And it showed uh mm-hmm. the general guy with his army, right? And they're yeah. all like camping out, and then like the dragon comes literally right at that crazy. moment. I, I figured. That the dragon was the general guy right away, right? And then I figured uh, they would suspect the the really creepy looking guy, right? To like, to, they, I figured they would suspect him, and they yeah. did. And then it revealed that once again, it wasn't him because he got he got murdered, and it was the the general yeah. guy who was the dragon the whole time. And it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, no, actually, I did not expect him to be the dragon. I expected him to be like working with just the dragon. working with him. Yeah, I didn't expect him to be the dragon, but yeah, I called that. So like a lot of things were like easily predictable in this show. Well,
0: I, I want to see if you you know who voiced the general guy. Do you know who voiced the general guy?
1: Uh no, because he only, was only in like the two episodes, so I don't really remember. He didn't. Really uh, talk so the de-
0: general day. guy was voiced by David Tennant.
1: Okay, who's that?
0: Uh he he is one, like one of the most popular Doctor Who's. Uh,
1: I never watched Doctor Who.
0: Yeah, uh, he he was the tenth Doctor. I'm not a big Doctor Who guy i, I know, remember yeah, he, i
1: asked someone how i remember when I, i'm like oh how do i get into doctor who and they're like oh you start with the 11th doctor or something because it's like a reboot and i'm like but well, what if i want to watch from the beginning like you shouldn't do that so
0: and i'm like they, oh, they rebooted well, it with the ninth doctor but he was only in one season doctor. so a lot of people recommend starting with the next doctor which was david Tennant, and then after that is probably one of the most popular doctors uh who was like the 11th doctor um yeah i i it's too weird of a show for me just like there's stuff about it i just really don't enjoy i watched like the first two seasons and tried watching the third to see like cause people tell me it gets better and then i just lost interest i was like nah i'm not enjoying this whatever um but yeah it doesn't matter uh yeah he's voiced by uh talus and jaffe um
1: apparently he's a he's a he's a the villain in uh jessica jones as well, uh, oh, yeah, David Tennant is he's the also, one Scrooge, he's also Scrooge McDuck in DuckTales, then the reboot mm-hmm. that came out,
0: yeah. Uh, let's see, Talisman. I know, I believe he did a voice of uh, in the original 2.0 version of Final Fantasy 14 for Istinian, I believe. Um, but he, they replaced all the voice actors after 2.0, so he, he didn't do it after that. Um, why, why did they do that? Uh, so when they rebooted it, they really didn't have that big of a budget. And besides Estinian and uh, Alfino, and there's one other character. for uh, I forget which one. The, there was like three that had okay voices, um, but all the rest were really, really bad. Like they very much like used most of their budget to like make the game good and then just kind of used whatever they had left to hire voice actors. So most really weren't great. Um, and that was okay. one of the main complaints about it. So they just fired everybody and just hired all new people. Like same yeah. Regal did Alpha No, and he was easily the best voice actor out of 2.0, and people were kind of bummed initially that he was changed, but his new voice actor, I wouldn't say is a better voice actor, but better fits kind of the how the character changed in his arc in 2.0. Um,
1: I guess that makes but, sense, better to just fire everybody and be like, hey, these two guys did better yeah. than you, you're all fired. So I guess it just equally makes more sense.
0: Oh yeah, Talison was a uh, Aizen in Tales of Berseria. Um Oh, yeah. He's been in Fire Emblem as well. Uh, Blanca in Street Fighter. Who is this
1: Tausian um, guy again? Was uh, he like and Jaffe? Jaffe?
0: He's Percy. He's the guy who does oh, Percy. Oh, oh i oh, so it was sorry. Thancred. It wasn't Justinian he did. It was Thancred. Thancred's I, voice is all right. I do I think, think I prefer the boring. New York Thancred voice, though. Towson Tal-
1: Jaffe. Let's see. What else did he do that I know? He's also uh, a character in Fairy Tale. He's also mm-hmm. Basil Hawkins in One Piece. Mm hmm. He's the sushi chef in the the Battle of the Gods Dragon Ball Z movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of them are smaller characters. Are for like older shows that like you probably haven't seen. Just knowing kind of like the shows you normally have watched. I'm looking.
1: Um, yeah. I, I don't recognize that most. Yeah, of these shows.
0: Uh, he did a great job with this character. He was one of the voice actors I was the least familiar with going into it, um, but I really like. I really liked his character a lot.
1: He was. Uh, he was a uh, yeah yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, he's a lot of good characters here. I'm looking. Yeah. He did a lot You're of good looking? things. Yeah, yeah, he did a lot of good things.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot he was in Tales of the Steary as well as the like Chancellor guy who was dumb. Um, yeah, so that's really all the characters we have. Um, well, he,
1: he was in Tales of the Steary. I'm not seeing that here.
0: Yeah, he did Bartlow, and then he also did the voice of Eisen in Tales of the Steary, the X, and the actual game. Bartlow was like the guy who hated Alicia's guts. Always and Jesse, to, right? Yeah,
1: I, I'm, I'm not behind not the, the voice thing. actors. Oh, I'm on the Wikipedia page.
0: Yeah, I always go to behind the voice actors. I feel like its voice roles are always way more accurate. Um, I have the,
1: I just have the Wikipedia page opened up mm-hmm. for the, the the legend of Vox Machina. So I just click the name and it just takes me to an alternate link.
0: Um but yeah, so uh that's that's that.
1: Yeah, uh, and that's our seven edges Vox Machina.
0: Yep.
1: righty. Well, we should mention that the that one of the bad guys was voiced by the Dungeon Master, uh Matt Mercer.
0: Oh yeah, he played uh, Lord Briarwood.
1: Yep, and Tricky uh, the I, Bear, who did I, I, not I, I, get
0: enough screen time. I neither, did screen time.
1: Lord, neither did Lord Neither like the the, the 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 Lord Briarwood either. I wanted him to yeah. get more screen time as well. It's kind of yeah, sad.
0: Yeah, he essentially was like a pawn used by his wife, so I kind of get why he didn't get more. But it seems weird. Was,
1: I wouldn't really say she was. They, they definitely loved each other. I wouldn't say that she was used because at the end of the at the end of it when. I'm not. I I don't want to get into spoilers, but she definitely loved him. So I wouldn't say she was a pawn. He was a pawn.
0: Well, he, he died and she brought him back to life to, to like help her out. That's why I consider her more a pawn.
1: She she failed to do that. That was a failure. Right?
0: No. In in a flashback we saw he had died and she used the whispered one to bring him back to life.
1: Yeah. Because she loved him. Not as a pawn. So what do you mean? She's a pawn. He's not a pawn. I'm very. Yeah, I consider that
0: it's it's her plan. He's someone there just because she wants him to be there and to help her out. He didn't seem to really want any of it. He's just doing it for his wife. So that's why I consider her him a pawn, and she's like the mastermind of
1: everything. Uh, she's definitely the mastermind, but I wouldn't really say he's a pawn. I, just, uh, I guess we just have different, different, mm-hmm. differentiating views on that, Falcon. But that's okay because mm-hmm. we can't agree on everything. Yep everybody in the comments make sure to say who is right uh if it's me or Falcon, okay thank you
0: he doesn't get enough screen time to not be a pawn let's be real
1: i'm just i just really i really liked his voice i really liked his design too like and it's like everything about him.
0: vampires are just i wasn't sure if he was a vampire or a werewolf like the very first time we see him like when they're at like the trailer getting out to like stop the thugs or whatever
1: yeah, uh, for
0: a second I was like, "Oh, is he a werewolf?" Yeah. And then it's like,
1: "Oh no, he's a vampire." weren't they like looking at the moon too as well? Yeah, so that's I was like, I, I "Oh, he's a werewolf." And it's like, "Oh no, he's a vampire." I, I thought they were uh, both vampires, but no, yeah, they weren't.
0: It was just him. Um, but yeah, uh, it was fun. I liked his sword too. Uh, Lord Briar would have that cool sword.
1: I thought something was gonna happen with that sword at the end when Grog picked it up. I mean, they hinted that like it
0: might be like cursed or something, but yeah, they they've, they've <laughs> not really. They didn't really explore it, but they didn't really have time to explore it. That he picks it up in like the last episode. Um, yeah, but he like
1: looks at it and something's happening. But then I think Percy like interrupts him or something. Or Someone interrupts him. I yeah, that's
0: why I think it's like cursed potentially. It's probably cursed. One hundred percent. Probably see more bad
1: It's definitely cursed. Mm-hmm.
0: Which season um, two is
1: confirmed? Season two yeah, confirmed. We know we're getting a season two. Well, maybe um, the people right. who are watching this episode didn't know, so I should let them know.
0: And the theme song is really just kind of like instrumental. There's not much to talk about. I enjoy it. Um, but they they had made uh, – uh, Did you get
1: Percy off the screen?
0: Oh, my bad. I forgot to take him off the screen. Uh, now I, I was looking at, at my notes to make sure I knew where, where to go to next. Um, They had made an animated opening before they made the show. Yes, uh, and I had not
1: known this until literally before the podcast. Uh, and I watched uh, it. it. It was pretty good. It was actually really good.
0: I like it. Uh, they did take out the lyrics and they did use it instrumental in some parts of the show. So that was fun. If you knew about that, uh, to see like the references, there was a time or two at play, like in the ending credits. Uh, and they did also use it in the bar fight in the very first episode when they're, uh, when they, uh, make the bar patrons mad. Um, but yeah, uh, so the music i actually really enjoyed a lot of the music but nothing super standout just a lot of instrumental stuff
1: yeah nothing really stood out uh, i will I'm say that do... about
0: the animation too like the fight scenes were really well animated but the rest of it oh, was yeah. just kind of like mediocre it wasn't yep. the worst animation you've ever seen but it definitely was not like high tier animation i like the uh, animation uh, Animation's yeah. expensive but the fighting was the song.
1: best yeah
0: yeah like there's one scene i think where scandal was just like walking and you could tell like they didn't animate it like super clearly. There's one part where his like, arm moved more than it should have, but be- like in that quickly. Um, but yeah, it, it wasn't bad or poorly done. It was just very much, you could tell they wanted to emphasize like the f- action scenes with their budget over like them just talking and hanging out. Uh, but I, I like that part of it. Uh, so, Condor. I like you. Oh, thank you. What's uh, up, Condor? Why do you want to yeah.
1: ask me? <laughs> I feel if like if you, I was a character in Critical character. Role, who would I be? If you were... Out of all the yeah. seven characters? Yeah. yeah. Who do I most closely resemble to you? Who would be Gilmore?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: That's fine. Uh, I'm totally Scanlan, though. 100%. Oh,
0: 100% Scanlan. <laughs> You just go up to a on the street and be like, hello, do you want to see my beads of love? And they're like, pervert, slap you in the face and run away. Hello,
1: would you like to listen to a song about how big my my PP is?
0: Maybe a <laughs> gnome, but, uh, you know, that song is actually on the soundtrack. So if you want to, like, just listen to it, you can find it on, like, Spotify and Apple Music and all that,
1: That's which I crazy. found
0: weird. Like half the soundtrack is instrumental, then the other half is just like Scanlon voice clips. And I'm like, this is clearly Sam Regal, just like being like, I want to make more songs about it. I'm just going to put it all on there. Um, okay, no, but to answer, a lot of the music the to answer your like, question, seriously, to answer your question, literally, one of the you songs on the soundtrack weird. is him just going, Scala's hand, and then it Skeleton! ends Head! like that's it. Um, but yeah, uh, otherwise, I know we've already talked about the door scene and uh, about some, Howell, favorite, about
1: some sure. favorite moments of the, the yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there was I i love the action, but as I mentioned or I don't know if I mentioned it earlier I said it to you before, but I some of the things were too gory. I felt like I think some of the goriness was like out of not really necessary. Especially for
0: like the random like NPCs and stuff.
1: Um Yeah, that was just like like with like the dragon at the beginning, like how they died. Like I think like there was the part where the dragon like grabbed the guy and he dropped. I think like his whole body just like completely like sp- mm-hmm. Got flattened like he got stomped on yeah. or something, but like that—that that doesn't make sense. It was just kind of unnecessary.
0: Yeah, the main the main cast didn't get like too broken up. I think the worst that happened was when uh part of Grog's like chest gets opened up and he's just like holding it. He's like, "Is this normal?" Bro, you, and you feel like you know, you know what really stuff. freaked
1: me out is like when those ghosts like spirit thingies like attack them at their own house when they were on like lockdown oh yeah and like that oh, yeah. like, the, like it, it was weird because there was like the normal guys would like just completely like die but like when they got grabbed and each of them got grabbed it would, they wouldn't like shovel up they would just like cry black tears and like they wouldn't like get yeah it was it's, like, it was very much trying to have
0: like the more like horror thing happen yeah to them. yeah, 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 yeah. Just kinda, like, dragged away and like presumed dead uh but yeah they were just like oh here you go um
1: Bro, I yeah. thought one of them was gonna die in that scene. It was freaking like because like we saw like how they killed the guards so easily, and then like, oh, here they are. Literally they literally hit like every single person. So I thought it was over for at least one of them, you know? Yeah. But that's not the case.
0: No. I know they have had characters die in campaigns before. I've not read like who dies when, because if they keep animating the other campaigns, I wanna I wanna experience that. Um yeah, so I was. I knew in the past like some characters had died, so I knew like it was very much a possibility that somebody could end up dying oh, in the
1: show. It's D and D. That that yeah. was the fact. Because I went into the showing no, knowing this was D and D. So obviously uh I, I figured someone would probably die. So I'm really happy that spoilers, nobody really died out of the main yeah. crew. There was there was a close call once, uh mm-hmm. at the end with Keeleth. I might as well just say yeah. it since I already said nobody died, where I always thought she was gonna die because Pike was about to heal her, but then her apparition just fades away. I'm like her apparition failed, yeah. She's gonna die. I'm like, oh crap! I was really, I was really upset because I really liked. Like
0: everybody was like, they're like, Pike, you have to do something now. Yeah, I got it. Whoop! And it's like, what? (laughs)
1: Like, no, our healer. And then like, oh, we we just need to move away from the giant orb of death. Yeah. Which I'm sure will also be a big plot point later.
0: I was curious about that so I know they do explore that later on in, in the the campaign so I'm excited oh, to find out more about it. Um I didn't look into see what it was or why it was there but I was like do they explore the black orb and it was like yes they do. Okay, sounds good. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. Um But yeah, 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 the
1: gore was a little unnecessary at times. Obviously when it was like for the NPCs when it was them like the main guys fighting it was completely normal and fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it just seemed like yeah, the random like characters that didn't matter it's just like oh we're just gonna have this guy's like eye fly out of his head and we're gonna yeah yeah there's a few times i was like you could have toned it down a little bit
1: but. yeah that it's kind of a little, little bit of a, a problem not a big problem a little problem i have with the show yeah but that the action was still phenomenal i i liked uh i'm trying to think uh i really like the I, I mentioned it a lot already but i really like in scaling like the whole thing when he was in like that mansion trying to distract like the big guy and he like transforms to like that big creature and like attacks mm-hmm. all the guards and stuff, and he's like this little guy fighting this big guy, and you he's know, having he's to like use his bag of tricks quite everything. literally. Yeah, he he's he but
0: they don't know what they do, so he's just like using them in hopes that something. To help I them thought
1: out. no, no, he didn't buy those potions. Didn't he get them off of the dragon at the cave?
0: Oh, that's right. He did get them from the dragon's cave. That is yeah, you yeah. He
1: mentioned he mentioned that. Yeah, yeah him he having money, to ha!
0: Everything, and he couldn't carry it all, and that's all he ended up with with the potions. That's right.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. Gosh. The, the dragon fight was really good i like that that's kind of we hear like everyone considers them a joke apparently they never really like complete many missions or anything so they're just terrible at working together but this is just um, like the
1: second arc so obviously like like and this is before the second arc with the dragon so it's kind of like i guess it would be like an intermission between the first and the second dragon arc.
0: was part of the first arc i think the the briar woods when the second arc started uh, um but they they kind of yeah, just had the dragon fight to get us to know the characters so that's when they're finally like why are we trying to work together we just like I, I, I know thing, you said you know?
1: back in the past that you didn't, back, not back in the past, earlier, uh, that you didn't really like Vax, didn't have that many moments. But now I'm remembering the scene in the beginning where he like promises the kid that he would like slay the dragon and stuff. Oh, and he, yeah, like, yeah. he like throws the coin. Yeah. I really like that. I really like that. That was really cool. Yeah. I think that's why I like Vax more than Vex cuz Vex never had anything like that.
0: We saw more of his personality where Vax is more just like the brains and okay, this is getting bad. Let's try yeah. to think of something to make that, it better. That no, that's
1: Vex. Vex is the brains. Vax is the the guy. Oh yeah. I keep I keep, again. Yeah, I keep mixing them up. It's okay. Honestly, why I'm going to be I'm so close together. I I'm get their be, twins. I'm going to be real with you. I thought by like by the end of the show i wasn't gonna remember all the characters names because i wasn't like super invested into it at first because I'm, I'm gonna be real i'm like this is an anime i'm not gonna li-. i mean i probably i probably wouldn't like it but i actually really did like it mm-hmm. so i remembered all the characters names surprisingly
0: yeah
1: there's percy grog pike Scanlon, vex vax and then keyless there we go I got all seven right there in like mm-hmm. they're easy boom
0: yeah oh mm. um, yeah
1: I, I really like you really get to like invested in like the show and the characters you really get invested in like the their their, their like adventure that they go through mm-hmm. to like right, get right. to where they are so
0: that indeed you what do about some, um,
1: of your, some of your more favorite moments of falcarino
0: uh, i mean we've already talked about the door scene that's probably my favorite. Uh, yeah i really i like the fight scenes but i really like the fight scene against the teacher where percy's having to like figure out how to take down the uh where the like the statues that he animated or whatever
1: yeah um
0: i like that a lot uh like i said the the swashbuckler guy i play he mainly uses his gun uh and so like that's kind of like exactly how i played him so i was just like really hardcore relating to like this is totally what my guy has done on several occasions like in my campaign we were playing um I really liked that, but then I like the fact too that the teacher could also kind of like control the other people. So then it's not even just it was just kind like of like not hurting your friends kind
1: of deal. He just did um, it like just like yeah. that. I'm like, okay, Jesus.
0: Yeah. Um, but I did enjoy that a lot. That death was very violent too, because that's the one I think where Percy like shoots him in the head and his jaw like flies that, off or whatever. It, it was, that was as much
1: as as much yeah. as I hated the smoke Percy with his like really like angriness. All of all the like, everything that they did to Percy and his family, that's that's warranted. So I was really happy with that. I love
0: the smoke, Percy. I, I thought it was great, like figuring like probably something happened, like he's being like possessed or whatever. But it's like I loved it, especially when you want to see him just like put on the masks. There's time you'll see him like put on the mask and there's sometimes he's just like walking smoke appears and the mask is just on like I, I loved it so much. Uh, I love Every time, like, you would just see like, a new name on the gun. Like, uh, I guess a little bit spoiler alert, but when uh, they're trying about to be trapped in the acid room and he just looks at the gun, and you see his sister's name appear on it. You're like, wait, what? And then she's the one who like traps them in there and starts it, the trap or whatever. That doesn't
1: make sense, though. Like, now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain why that doesn't make sense. Uh, not not the, the the name appearing on the gun, because this was before, again, spoilers, uh, you know, his sister remained, remained alive and uh, the briar was dead. Or... He
0: thought she was dead.
1: Yeah, because she, like, saw her, like, arrows in her back, so she thought it was dead. Anyway, uh, she gets, like, brainwashed as well by the Briarwoods and during the acid scene, right? But, like, the, yeah. the name appeared before he knew she was betraying them, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So does that mean... It, and- it was kind of as told- she was
0: doing it. But, um. it.
1: but, like, Percy was, like, surprised the whole time, you know? And, like, he was shocked. Uh, but, like, you know, the, so the... And, and, again, spoilers, there's, like, a demon possessing him, obviously. And, uh... Does that mean the demon? The knew? Because in like the last episode where they're all trying to fight the demon and Percy gets their names on the gun as well, isn't that the demon putting the guns on the name at that point? Does that mean the yes. demon put uh his sister's name because he knew the demon yeah. knew? I'm, I'm just really confused about that. I guess so, this is just like yeah. something that's not explained well. How
0: I figured out how the gun works: the demon didn't possess Percy while Percy was making the gun. The demon possessed the gun because he felt all of Percy is like hatred and rage so instead of like making like a verbal contract with percy to be like hey let me possess you and we can get your vengeance he possessed the gun and whenever somebody who betrayed or had wronged percy like with this uh, regarding his family was there the demon would put the name on the gun but Then if percy the killed I'm the person confused. with gun the demon was able to possess percy so by killing all the people on his list and by who wronged him, he would be able to take over Percy without having to make like a formal contract or agreement with him.
1: But I'm still confused by how uh, the, the sister's name appeared on the gun like right when she was right about to do it and Percy didn't because know it. Because as she was it.
0: preparing to betray him, the intent was made clear she was going to betray him. The demon recognized it, thus putting it on the gun. I would
1: have to watch that scene again and see if that was the case because I'm so very confused Because when it appears, that. he
0: looks over and she's got her hand on the lever and she's away from the group. So the demon was able to be like, oh, hey, bro, your sister. Uh,
1: oh, bro. Uh, yeah. Because uh,
0: kind of um, Percy doesn't even realize the demon's there. He thinks it's just fine. Um, you know, when he gets angry, the demon's able to take over and then be like, all right, cool. There's one of the people on your list. Let's kill him. And that's why in the final fight, whenever other people are killing the Briarwoods, the demon's getting mad, yelling, that was my kill. Because if he, I'm assuming if he couldn't kill them, he couldn't fully take over Percy. So that's why he was getting really annoyed. Um, and then when Percy the spoiler shoots himself in the hand the demon goes back into the gun and then they throw the gun in the acid thus getting rid of the demon um but yeah it was it was very i appreciated how they did it. i enjoyed figuring out how it worked um but that they didn't explain a lot of that super well so there were times too where it's kind of like you might get confused on it i enjoyed it i loved figuring it out and trying to make sense of how it all worked i may be completely wrong but that's the best i was able to figure it out um, oh, so
1: cool. It makes I'm sense. No, so I like it. that
0: gun a lot.
1: Oh, well. It was bad gun. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. well. Bad gun. mm mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Let me see. Another another good moment of the show that I really enjoyed. I'm trying to think. trying to run through all the events in my head. I, I, really, I really hated how his friend got like just murdered like so easily. Oh, Archibald like, or whatever? Yeah. yeah. I really hated that because I thought they were going to survive. It just felt like an unnecessary death.
0: Because I don't, I don't know that I'd say it was unnecessary. His death is what finally got Percy to kind of like step up and kind of get the rebellion going, uh, so that like a clear leader. Yeah, okay, like, I guess so. Was kind of the leader, but it was still like he wasn't the rightful heir to the the town or kingdom or whatever. So when I Percy guess so, finally okay, was right. like, no, like I didn't die. I fled for my life because I was going to die.
1: Okay, then I, I think it. my That's problem cool. with it, it just happens so fast. It's like he went to yeah. go fight the Baron guy and like they, they like exchange blows and then they go like that and like no they're each on this side and then his body's, and it's he's dead and I'm just like that. He's it. dead.
0: Yeah, and he's it's like, like All right,
1: let's to, I guess it just goes to show how again how fragile they treat people in the show. I guess. the I mean, to be fair,
0: it's very easy to get one shot in D and D, especially. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like
1: yeah. That, he probably, the, the Baron body probably got like a nat 20 or something
0: at that Yeah, moment. Matt was probably rolling for the NPC and it's like, oh, he got this. He then, got like oh, a nat guy got this, and he's dead.
1: <laughs> like A nat 20 against a, a, a one. Oh my God, yeah. that, that literally would happen. Now, if it was a nat uh, 20 against a one, his body would just exploded for no reason. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Yeah, that I, was I, DM I, just I have himself. to just remember it's like a and d thing, so.
0: um, But yeah, so good.
1: You know, the door scene was the best though.
0: All right. uh Any other favorite moments, or should we do a wrap up?
1: uh I'm running it through my head. Um, I really didn't like the part like when we find out more about the Briarwoods in the past. I feel like that was unnecessary to like learn about why why they're doing what they do. Like as you mentioned earlier about where he or she like brings him back to life as a vampire. I feel like we really didn't need to like see that. It was nice, but I feel like it was just unnecessary.
0: They, they tried to make us understand where they're coming from. But you know, otherwise it was just kind of like people killed Percy's family. And then like, still, it didn't really explain like their motives for doing it. Yeah. It was exactly. just like, Oh, she was, it explained how she was connected to like the whispered one or whatever. So it's like, oh, she's connected to the whispered one because she used his power to bring her husband back.
1: Why so I should don't know I? If
0: the whispered one is controlling her to be like, hey, you should take over this town so you can bring me back. And like, you know, I don't know if that's what it, why or what. But
1: why should I feel bad for? Why should I feel connected or like understanding of these people mm-hmm. who literally invited these seven people to their home just to murder them and dress them up as the the vox Machina to send a message? That's mm-hmm. I'm not gonna feel bad for these people or feel like, oh, I can totally understand why they're doing this because they're literally just right. murderers.
0: Yeah, so, I still didn't yeah. really care. I I didn't hate that they showed us their backstory. I was like, okay, cool, I get where they're coming from. It wasn't even like but that much of a yeah, backstory. You still, like you didn't have like a good backstory for why they did what they did besides she used the whispered one's power to bring her husband back and then they took over the town. Uh, yeah. I guess just because of like what was underneath the town, they were able that's where they could use to like bring him back. I guess is really the reason, but um still kind of weak overall. uh but yes. I don't really have any favorite moments, although I did like when the guards were initially scared of Trinket the bear. And then when they leave the place, you see the guards are playing with Trinket the bear. Oh yeah. And then they get embarrassed. Nice. So they like stand back in at attention when people start coming out, but that was just like a goofy little thing that happens on the side. That was fun.
1: Um, I, I guess I really can't think of anything else. Really? Um, I, I liked all the action scenes. and lot, the moments when, when stuff was serious overall, but yeah, I guess that's it. Should we talk about what we're going to be expecting and for season two?
0: Sure. Um, so they do, they do like, uh, give a, a tease as to what's going to happen in season two. Uh, so
1: basically the, the, the Lord guy, the leader of the nation, or oh, I forget the name yeah, of like it. Yeah, like the king, king he's or whatever. Stepping down, he's stepping down and like the council will be the ruler, right? And literally when that happens, Vex gets like a, oh, migraine. Like and then literally we see, I see one dragon, right? And I'm like, it's definitely going to be more than one dragon. And it was like three or four dragons and that's how it yeah, just it was like ended. Four. So that's probably how the next arc. I could definitely see their town being completely destroyed. I'm assuming that's probably what's going to mm-hmm. happen. Um, and i will probably get, as you said earlier, probably some vex uh, moments. Hopefully, about like think, maybe maybe this will be the I time think we're for- going to hear their backstory. We know they're
0: tied to the dragon somehow. Um, but we don't really know how just that like a dragon I think destroyed their town I think
1: you could definitely tell after this arc uh, with the Briarwoods uh, Vox Machia definitely has become a lot closer because you could see like at the beginning of the show they're kind of just working together because they have to but now they're kind of like almost like a family in a sense a little bit I know I know Vex and Vax have talked about hey if thick shits get serious we could just run away from everything because we can do that hopefully that doesn't happen or if it does happen the other five will chase them down and Like, no, Yo, you can't do that. Nope. Sorry. We're we're family. Yeah. We're doing this together. And it'll be great. And uh, and then like I guess they'll try to fight the dragons or whoever's controlling the dragons. So maybe they'll maybe some of them will get like dragon weapons. That'd be cool. Ooh, that anyway, would be neat. that'd be neat. that pretty neat. What about you? What do you think is gonna happen?
0: Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure the, the dragons is probably gonna be what was like the third arc of the, the campaign. Yep. Uh so I know we're dealing with the dragons. We might see some of the black orb, but I feel like that would probably be like set up for like the next one. Um, I don't know I feel like unless the orb is tied to the dragons, which I don't think so. Cause the whispered ones, the one who made it. So I doubt yeah, they they, the dragons. They didn't know
1: anything about a dragon at all after episode. Yeah.
0: Two. So I feel like it's just going to be, we're going to figure how see them trying to figure out how to stop these dragons from destroying everything. Probably. Uh, they were probably dragons who were like above the one they killed in episode two who fi- finally yeah, realized because like the guy i said. mentioned
1: it, like oh i think the the leader of the nation mentioned there's like more enemies were connected to yeah. like the dragon so obviously i thought that was what the show was going to be about but then it's just yeah. like because then i thought like the the lord briarwood was like connected to the dragons but no it was completely separate Some something completely different yeah.
0: yeah that's i think what will happen um i'm really excited for it it'll probably be next year uh Hopefully, we know it's coming. coming yeah, but we know it's announced. Animation takes time; it could be longer. Who knows? Um, I mean, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to see what happens. As long to you
1: get more skeletons. Then I'll I'm be sure happy. you
0: will. He, he's one of the beloved fan favorite characters. So
1: he's I'm relatable because sure. everybody just likes to to fuck everything. Yep.
0: Well, I want to say everybody, but the majority of people do. All right. Well, I guess we should start wrapping this up. I guess. I guess so. It was my okay. pick for the week. Um, Go
1: ahead and tell us your thoughts on this Fox Machina legend.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I purposely picked it to watch it again because I really just wanted to hear what Condor thought about it. Not going to lie. Um, so I've seen it twice <laughs> now. It held up just as well the second time as it did the first time. I didn't find myself enjoying it any less, which I think is a great uh for the run i like the, the characters that are they mesh well together really uh as a, someone who likes playing dnd and dnd style games i do enjoy just seeing like the little moments in the show where you can tell someone just roll like a nat 20 or they're just consistently failing over and over again for something that should be very easy i just brought amusement like great amusement to me uh i think the storylines while kind of basic and cliche were very well executed uh the animation is probably my least favorite part the fight scenes are really well done the rest not so much um it's kind of mid-tier animation which makes sense it was kick-started they made money but i think even like a normal like for like a quality uh episode of this like a show like with this animation quality is probably roughly still like a million dollars to animate an episode because it's just ridiculously expensive um so yeah i don't i don't hold that against them this was a kick-started thing they worked with what they had and it still had a great product in the end um as far as an actual score i'm gonna say seven and a half i don't know that i could say it was like completely an eight um because it's nothing like super groundbreaking it's nothing that's like the best in its genre but i think it does everything very very well um, so yeah, I'll I'll stick with that. Uh, what do you think of it, Condor?
1: Well, real quick before I say my rating, I guess this kind of adds to the rating. I feel like a person re- wouldn't really, I feel like a person wouldn't really enjoy this if they didn't have like a basic understanding of what D and D was. Ah,
0: I disagree. I think you could. I think if you play D and D, you're going to enjoy it more because you are going to see like the little things in it about knowing what's going on and why this happened that way. Um, but yeah, it, it would probably add a point or so, maybe.
1: No, no, because uh, we, we really love the door scene, right? Yeah. Why do we love the door scene?
0: Because we know that they're consistently rolling ones over and over again trying to but get the door. Would
1: a person who doesn't understand that, who knew nothing about how D&D is, would really laugh at that scene? Probably for the stupidity. for it different. Things. Yeah, oh, I can see, like, see some people laughing. I can see some be like,
0: why? Why are it's we spending stupid. time on
1: this? Yeah, but we understand because we know it's D&D you know yeah we have these three characters one's trying to climb through a window two of them trying to open it and this guy's supposed to be like a rogue who we've seen already can like open locks so why is this yeah. random one suddenly so problem and then later in the show he does like really well with all the other locks that we see yeah so i feel like you need to have a good understanding of dnd to fully enjoy the show you could probably still enjoy it but like if you knew how dnd was it would probably be more enjoyable now now for my rating uh basically i i again i really like this show uh, the action was really nice and again it adds to the fact that i i know what dnd is so i feel like if i didn't like dnd i probably wouldn't like the show that's why i wanted to bring it up personally uh i could be wrong obviously but that's just my opinion uh but basically yeah the action was good uh i really like the opening animation that we talked about it was really nice uh the characters as we didn't get many character moments uh for <clears throat> for like a lot of the characters we got them for like a lot of the characters that did show up, and I'm sure, you know, we only got, like, one arc of the show, obviously, so there'll be more arcs, more character mm-hmm. moments and stuff, blah, blah. It was really good, though. It was really well executed, like Falcon said. uh I, I guess I really didn't notice the animation bugs as much because, uh Fa- Falcon, this was your second watch. It was only my first, so I was kind of mm-hmm. focusing more on, like, the story and understanding things, so, but I, I thought the animation was fine. It kind of reminded me, you know what it reminded me of? This really this really the Guardians of the galaxy cartoon I saw a while back and it kind of reminded me of that like the way I heard that crack jeez yeah So I had oh, to stretch god. oh <laughs> my god <laughs> <That's so painful. laughs> no. uh the, yeah basically you know animation was fine the, the action sequences were good the comedy was kind of hit or miss at times I laughed mm-hmm. some of it can be like a little bit inappropriate at some times. of it's very
0: immature like
1: yeah humor toilet humor but you know i laugh when someone says pee pee poo poo so i guess what does that say about me yeah. you just laugh when i said it so obviously you have toilet humor as well but there's also nudity in the show i feel like we, we we should mention that i know i meant tease falcon with it earlier uh, but we yeah th- twice there is only two times but there is a the beginning
0: and in a flashback please, and then don't
1: watch don't watch this with your mom or your dad or someone who would unless probably your parents don't like, care unless your parents don't care which congratulations you have really good parents in that case if i were to show this show to my mom she would absolutely hate it probably five minutes would oh, yeah, be like
0: what be
1: like, yeah. why would you like something like this i'd be like because it, was, good story. it wasn't my pick it wasn't my pick it wasn't my pick <laughs> I, I, just, I just blame falcon for everything yep. uh okay enough, enough uh enough trying to stall i would give it a seven out of ten as well i want to give it an eight but i, I thought seven would probably be more fair to like after mm-hmm. like i thought about it i had a day to rest on it because after i finished it i finished it on thursday i uh I thought, you know, hey, probably an eight. I really liked it. I really liked how it came to a conclusion and everything. Everyone was like nice and happy. But I feel like a seven more suits it. Again, you said seven and a half, I said seven, so it's kind of it's kind of mid in that gain. But it's still really good. And I feel like if you have know about D and feel like you should definitely give this a watch because you would probably yeah. really enjoy it. Well, and, hey, really, maybe if you don't know D and D you want to watch it, it would probably get you into D and D. So hey, there we go. Possibly. And that's my score: seven in, out of ten. All right. Well, this has been our episode of
0: the Bird Brothers podcast on The Legend of Vox Machina. Uh, If you want to tell us what you thought, you can hit us up on Twitter at BirdBroPod. We check that uh, and we post updates on the show. So you can reach us there or you can hop in our Discord. Uh, The link is in the podcast description on whatever podcast service you're on. Or uh, if you're watching on YouTube, it's on the screen and also in the description on the episode. So you can find us there, talk with us, chat with us, play games with us. Yeah. We have a good time. We're always there. Always ready for more chats with people. Uh, but it is time for Condor to tell us what we're watching for next week.
1: Oh, my turn. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. It's your turn. Oh, I get a turn. Oh, let's go. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, um, I figured since Falcon like, like was, was trying to be horny for two weeks, uh, with all his picks, I thought it was my turn to be horny. Okay. Uh, so uh Is it high school D- to- No, it's not high school DXT. Oh, okay. Um I we are going to watch uh the first season only because there's a there's two okay. seasons. I think there's three seasons actually. Uh but there's one season. We're only going to watch the first one of uh Sekirei. Sekirei? Sekire? Okay.
0: Sekire. I think I, I think I've heard of that. It's
1: kind of, I I talked with my friend about it. He describes it as like it's Pokémon but you catch cute girls instead.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, this is what I'm thinking of. Okay, yeah. Yes, I, we're I only going to be
1: watching thinking. season one, though. Okay. So, only season one this time. All That's right. That's what we're watching for next week. Okay. So, Sounds good. Oh, yeah. It's really etchy, so we're going to love it. Okay. I think it's a really big, folk big, etchy show we'll be watching. Uh, the first, like, really big one. Yeah, I know like, there some shows that have been, like, and like, this <laughs> one had,
0: had some nudity in it, but it was not, like, the main purpose of the show. Like, I don't know. I, really don't know. I don't right.
1: know if the show has nudity. I don't know. We'll find out. I picked it for um, it's mm-hmm. so, That's what we're watching. Season 1 of, of Sekirei next uh, next all week. All right. On the Sounds Bird good. Brothers podcast. Because we are totally a podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, all yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We hope you all enjoyed the episode. Tune in next week for our Sekirei episode. And until then, we will see you next time. Bird Brothers are out. Bird noises.